Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated sports podcast in the history of professional sports podcasting. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble! Live from V8-1-5. Episode 61, live from the A15 podcast. The trio is back. Sam isn't. I'm doing air quotes because it's because it's a podcast. Sick. Sam's not sick. Um, so Sam's back. Sam, welcome back. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Honored to be back. You're, you're welcome, Sam. Okay. Jake's, Jake's also here. Jake, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, I think we're feeling a little better. Colton has had a week to recharge after the devastating Cubs loss. I'm sure it's barely even bothering him anymore. Sam, I know you um, probably listen to the episode because you always listen to all the episodes because your support is so good. But yeah, let's just let's just act like <laughs> let's just act like you didn't you didn't listen. Okay. Um, zero. <laughs> like I don't know if it's humanly possible to have negative energy. But I couldn't like feel any part of my body. I was just numb with anger and rage and <coughs> sadness last week. Yeah, we yeah. had reverse energy. It was like you were so depressed that it made its own negative energy. Yes, like literally, I was looking up from my computer as me and Jake were uh, recording, and I saw, like, by the time me and Jake were recording, the Rockies weren't even fully on Wrigley Field yet. Like they were still piling out of the uh, dugout. That's how fresh it was. <laughs> Yeah, no, that was a uh, uh, that was a tough game as a Cup fan. I mean, to lose two in a row at home, I'm sure you guys probably went over it, but to lose two in a row at home, uh, um, and I, I came in defense to the Cubs too. I, yeah, I, you, I you don't like quote, the Cubs, and I said, Sam, quote, they'll be fine. Well, they'll I mean, be to fine. Be, when I said the Brewers thing. had a shot at catching them, they'll be fine. Here's the thing: is realistically, in the end, they will be fine. Still, like, yeah, does this season? Over for them, of course, but moving forward, they still have a very talented team. Um, question marks, for sure, but that's, you know, Blackhawks won three Stanley Cups over the course of, what, six years? Um, they were fine. They were fine after the first time coming, you know, being bounced from the playoffs. They'll be back, so Cubs will be back. Brewers were just hot. We're going to get Manny Machado. <laughs> you need him. Oh, you don't have a shortstop. Our boy Chuck Garfine was just on the podcast talking about how uh, the Sox are going to get Manny. Oh, the possibilities of getting Manny. So. Shit. Yeah, yeah. He, the, we're going to make a big uh, offer for him, I guarantee it. The White Sox are going to throw a ton of money around because we're literally spending like we're the Brewers, and we're not. We always can spend hundreds of millions, and we're spending pennies and dimes. So I think, we'll, I we'll think Chuck Garfine is getting Manny and, and Bryce. I think the Sox are going to get Harper <laughs> and Machado. So, <laughs> Harper and Machado, and then two years from now you have Eloy and and, and Robert coming up, and Yohan Mankata is a three-year vet, and that's the greatest team in LV history. Yeah, that's well, how you make championships. Everyone knows that. I'm optimistic. How about that? Well, uh, we can we can kick it over to what happened over the weekend. Uh, we were kind of talking about it before we even got on. Me and Jake watched it. Sam, you said you did not. Uh, watched, UFC, I watched it after. UFC that? 229 was the <laughs> greatest television in the history 
of technology. It was the coolest thing I've ever seen live. There are so yeah. many ups and downs. Even even the prelims were unbelievable to watch. Jake, I don't know how much you watched, but uh, what are your thoughts? Um, I just tuned in um, on a totally legal service that I paid a bunch of money for and to watch the fight right when uh, McGregor and Habib you know, started their uh, walkouts. And you're absolutely right, Colton. This is the best thing to ever happen. I love when things get hectic. I mean, nobody died, so I can say that it was amazing. Oh, people you know? are definitely going to die from this. Definitely. Oh, I mean, yeah, later on, but nobody died, like, that night. So, like, we don't have to, like, be, oh, you know, that was too crazy. It was just madness for our entertainment. And Dana White hilariously tried to pretend... Like, he was really upset about this. Like, oh, this is really disgr- disgrace to the sport. Man, how will we ever recover? Uh, catch McGregor be round two in six months, you know? It was unbelievable. It was so cool. Yeah. Um, Sam, how much, of, on, how much of it on Twitter did you see? I saw all of it. Honestly, I'm a huge, huge McGregor fan. I love McGregor. Same. Um, I was really, really pulling for him. I was really, really wishing he would be able... I mean, I kind of knew, like... This dude's coming off of like this huge win. hasn't fought in two years, but he's got all this money now. He's got the he's got the alcohol. He's not he's not prepared for this fight. Khabib was really good too, and obviously favored by a good amount. Um, so I I kind of expected it, but um, yeah, it's I mean at the end, oh my god, yeah, Jake, you're right. This is Dana White's dream. Like he has to sit there and say, oh, it's not good. This is not a good look. This is not what we wanted. He's sleeping at night just dreaming of the money of Khabib and McGregor round two. It was the coolest thing of all time. I That was the only fight in my entire life that I watched it, and there was a time where I was like genuinely scared. Like There was a point where <laughs> Khabib had McGregor on his back, and he was punching um, oh, while, in his face over while and over, standing over. up. So he would yeah. punch him on the ground and then stand up, and his fist would go above his head. And his fist was traveling like six feet at a time. And it was the hardest punches I've ever seen. And the announcers were like, man, his punches aren't even landing fully. I was like, dude, you give me 3% of that punch no. and my life is over. I have Yeah, no Joe time. Rogan was the only announcer who was being real. The other ones were like, oh, McGregor's trying to wear him out by taking these fists to the face. He's trying to wear him out. It was this like... Like, there was a point... And I, Joe Rogan's like, no, he's not. He's just getting his shit now. He's getting out. his ass kicked. Yeah, yeah, I was I was watching him getting punched in the face as hard as I've ever seen a human get punched in the face. And mm-hmm. it was like when you're at a bar and there's a bar fight and you're like, oh, this is kind of cool that there's a bar fight. But then when you see like this, like someone get, like completely getting their ass handed to him, you're like, this dude might die. I thought kind of yeah, no, that was like that was like a movie, but like not a PG thirteen movie. That was literally a, had to be in a rated R movie. You would put that kind of violent punching. Yeah, that was like, it was it was the first time I've ever seen a fight where I saw, like, the side of the fight that people are like, man, fighting's too dangerous, and, like, that scared me. I'm a pussy. I'm a huge pussy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Khabib, Khabib's kind of a baby for all that, though. I really do think that. I think he's oh, kind of yeah. a baby. Like, Conor McGregor does, he talks the talk for a reason. He doesn't buy it. Like, he doesn't believe the stuff that he says before the fight. He's just trying to make everybody money. So Khabib should have walked up to him at the end of that and said, hey, Conor, thanks, buddy. Because you just made, like, so, I mean, seriously, millions of dollars just off of what McGregor says before the fight. So, like, the thing is, like, out. 
Khabib is different kind of person. Yeah, different he's so kind of Russian, and he's his whole life is about pride Pakistan, and his family and, and his religion, and that's and that's like everything that like that Connor went after. Connor like brought up his his religion, said his dad was a coward, like his whole upbringing, everything he ever believed. Connor was attacking because Connor knew that's what would have would have built the fight. And I, from what I can see, it looked like Connor thought Khabib was understanding it but i think khabib went in there blind he's like i want to kill this guy i want this guy to end yeah no he would have killed him too like i truly believe like if you watch when he has it when he uh connor taps he just gets harder like as soon as he starts tapping he starts squeezing his neck harder trying to snap his neck basically if he would have had him in an arm bar connor would have a broken arm right now 100 percent. khabib needs better business people because i want to check the average view on any fight. Have you guys watched the Khabib fight before this? It made $300,000 his last uh, his last pay-per-view. Yeah, <laughs> so, okay. So Exactly. Like, I, yes. I, I don't known. think he cares as much about money as McGregor does. Well, McGregor then he should just get his purse money. over. <laughs> well, no, um, I'm sure he's fine with it. He, just, he, he thinks his family and disgracing his name in front of people is more important. I still think it was a bitch move. I think McGregor clearly got to him bad. And, um... I don't really care. I mean, he was the much better fighter than McGregor. Uh, other than uh, the main fight, the after fight, the greatest TV in, in history, did you guys see any other fights or interviews? Did you guys see Derek Lewis? Yeah, my, my balls was hot. That dude oh, yeah, is so fucking work. cool. And then uh, just today he was announced he's the next fight, um, UFC 230, he's going after the heavyweight champion. So that guy wow. might be a champion. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, this was his post-post game interview. It's been a cheap they're, they're asking Derek, how he's going to uh, celebrate when he gets home. I have to ask because in the, in the past, it's been a cheese plate with some wine and your pinky up. How do you celebrate the victory over Volkov? I'm um, probably just going to go home, put my wife's legs up in there and see what <laughs> goes from there. <laughs> this guy's saying stuff like that on national TV. I want him to be a champion so bad. I guy, read, that's the characters you need, dude. You have, I read that he had a pretty crazy backstory, too. Like, he went to prison, like, twice. He didn't even start professionally fighting or even being involved in fighting until he was, like, 25, I want to say. So it's kind of a cool story that he has, that's too. Cool. And then, yeah, Anthony Pettis. Dude, that, Anthony that Pettis. One. That guy's so cool. <laughs> like, his... That fight was... More, like, the actual fight itself was, the, like, one of the more like entertaining fights I've, I've ever seen. It was just, like, as as they walked in, the announcers say, hey, best case scenario for you fans at home, these two are just going to punch as hard as they can, and if any <laughs> of them land, you're going to see blood, and you're going to see carnage, and that's all that happened. Both people oh, were I going... I didn't watch it all. They were going 100%, and there was just, like... Ferguson's legit, though. He's he's. I think he's going to go for Khabib next. Um, but, but, yeah, that, that fight was just... Uh, there was, like, two big cuts, and then they kept throwing haymakers, and the haymakers kept landing on those cuts, so there was blood everywhere. They were grappling, and blood was just getting dripped, like, it was honestly raining, like, from the sky. It was just, and then, there was one oh. point that, that he got up while grappling, in the middle of the fight, turned to the camera, and had blood coming down his face, and just, like, he just, like, like stuck his tongue out to, like, taste all the blood. How cool is that? <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking insane, and this shouldn't there's, be a sport, but it will be. There's so her. much CTE in that guy's body. <laughs> oh like my head God, right now. Dude. Well, yeah. name, name one profession that you would uh, rather be, or name a worse profession than a UFC fighter. Like, I wouldn't do that 
for all the money in the world. I wouldn't do it one time. General manager of a, uh, I don't know, trampoline park? <laughs> Hypothetically, I don't know. UFC fighter? <laughs> just, just, I'm just throwing a wild guess out there. <laughs> hey, for real though, hot seat is, is WWE because WWE prides itself in like making those shows and like having that like spectacle off to the side outside of the ring. Well, uh, Khabib McGregor, like you, yeah. you, like you said, Colton, like the best thing you've seen on TV. That so was, I was glued. I was so exhausted. I worked a double shift that day. And I got home, watched like the last four hours, like, like like three hours. I watched a lot of the prelims, and I sat down and I was so exhausted, even up until the uh, um, actual main event fight. And then once that aftermath happened, I have never been more awake in my life. I I, I watched the entire press conference. I watched everything. It was so like just great. It, it just grabbed me so freaking hard. I couldn't believe what was happening. I Yeah, I absolutely agree. That was amazing, and I'll probably get more into the UFC because of it. This was a dream for the UFC. So It was. Um, we can move on to the National Football League. Bears are on a bye. Ah! Bears are on a bye. <laughs> I'll cut that. <laughs> um, Packers have a tough, tough loss. Jake, thoughts on five missed kicks for Mason Crosby? Uh, there's there's a lot of thoughts on this game. This uh, Well, it started out with a punt. We stopped them. They punted. And a bullshit call. They watched it. Uh, they literally reviewed it and would not reverse it. That it hit off our player and they recovered their own punt at the one-yard line. It clearly hit off of their player. We should have the ball at the nine or ten-yard line. You know, ready to drive 0-0. But instead, they get the ball to start the game at the one-yard line by punting it there, and LeGarrette Blunt obviously runs in a touchdown. You're not going to stop him on three straight chances, no matter who you are. Then we come down, drive, miss a field goal. They get the ball, one long pass to Kenny Galladay, and another LeGarrette Blunt touchdown. We're down 14 nothing. I'm not worried at all. Um, we go down, drive down the field, stall again, miss a field goal. Uh, then the Lions score a field goal, and we get the ball, and Rodgers is panicked. I don't know why he's playing so bad. He's the reason we hadn't scored a touchdown. He's missing throws. I mean, it's got to be because of his injury and because he hasn't been practicing with the team. But he's missing throws. We're also missing our two two of our top three receivers. But still, he's he's been the problem. He fumbles on a sack where he had five or six seconds in the pocket, rolls out, somehow doesn't sense any pressure coming and just loses the ball, gives it inside the uh, red zone, they kick another field goal. Our defense is playing great, but we're getting screwed. There's nothing they can do because they keep giving the ball over. Rodgers does, fumbles twice in the red zone. So, And then after that, the second half, we just didn't have the fuel to make a full comeback. It was just terrible. Um, I honestly think the Packers are fine. It was a worst-case scenario. Rodgers is never going to fumble in the other team's red zone twice in a half again. He's just not going to do it. And how often do teams get a free touchdown to start the game? It was just the perfect case scenario. And our kicker missed five field goals. See, I'm so wrapped up in the other stuff, I barely even remember that our kicker cost us 13 points and we lost by eight. It's unbelievable what, what transpired for the Lions to win that game. We should have won by 40. That's my so, right. Lions might win the uh, NFC North is basically what Jake's saying right there. <laughs> They're terrible. They couldn't move. I think we, uh, if you look at the yardage, looking at it right now, 
it's in the 500s versus in the 200s. So um, we out yards them by 300 some yards. That is, and we lost that game. So that that's a hard loss, but I don't think it's going to matter too much by the end. I mean, maybe it'll come down to tiebreakers, but it's early, so I'm not panicking. We're going to come down to a my, playing game. <laughs> that was my upset pick of the week, so I was, I was proud to see the Lions. And pick. honestly, Colton, we got to be right here. We to be- see Aaron Rodgers lose, like, that's just, that's a good feeling. It's the best. Like, that's, that's a, I mean, and I like Aaron Rodgers. I think he's great, but, like, and he's holding up his team. He's doing everything he can to make sure that team's staying in ballgames. It's so nice to see him lose, especially lose to the Lions. The Lions yeah, Were you not listening to me? He was the reason we went down. I mean, our kicker and yeah, him. Yeah, he, he lost. That's he what we're saying. Throws. He stinks. Was, he's washed up. Yeah, but he's done. Sam, Sam said he was the only reason we're hanging around in those games. The only reason we hung around in that game was because our defense stopped them at every turn. Shout out to and, and Rogers in the second half became Superman again. But the first yeah, I half, say, he, had, he, had he was like 450 plus yards. He had what 450 yards, right? Yeah, 400 yeah, plus and yards. Devontae Adams had like 140 all in the second half. If you watch the game, the first half he played terrible. He was half the reason we were losing by so much. The other half, I've never heard. Colton, I wasn't that critical of Jay Cutler when he was our quarterback. I don't think, and Jay Cutler was making mistakes every quarter. Like it was honestly, like, Jay oh, Cutler, I don't think ever yeah. made a single mistake. I'm dead serious Sam, about that. You predicted Mitchell Trubisky would get benched for Case or Chase Daniels last week. You are very critical of quarterbacks. Daniel and Rodgers is the goat, but he is off right now. Chase is Daniel. what I, is my point. He's oh, off. He, okay, is he off because he's off, or is it because he's got three wide receivers in last week that had literally no experience? And, and maybe, he, but and I way, saw on Twitter fumble. that he only has one knee. They actually like medically said his his other knee doesn't exist. He only has one knee now. It's crazy. It's, no, I, it's incredible. I just, he's getting healthy. He's gonna be fine. Uh, we have the Niners this week on Monday night, which should we should run over them. They just got beat crushed by the uh, Cardinals, so we gotta beat them. And then we have a bye. So that's when everyone can get healthy. Randall Cobb will come back. Geronimo off the concussion protocol. Rodgers will be practicing. We can finally get back in stride and get all these injuries. Perfect time for a bye. Hey, Colton. Of course. Yes, Sam? I got the pack dead this year. Dead. Dead. D-E-D. Dead. D-E-freaking-D. Dead. You know what? I was actually talking to my um, Packers confidant. Mutual friend of the program, Brock Baselager, and he is... Doesn't listen to the podcast. He, yeah, that's why I'm saying his full name. Do you guys want his uh, social security <laughs> number? He doesn't care. <laughs> he doesn't think anyone listens either. We had he a, doesn't uh, know what those are. We had a, he doesn't know what any of those numbers are. <laughs> um, we had a, a lengthy discussion that this team is a bottom five team in football without Rodgers. And he right. always says that. It's so idiotic. Cause oh, no, it's not. It's super idiotic. No, I, I agree. So, he's saying right now Rodgers is still playing like a top 10 quarterback and everyone's saying he stinks. What happens if he actually gets her or what happens if he's actually gone? This team blows. And then and then it was just a lot of like really, really depressing Brock texts. That Brock is the worst. Pe- he has been down on everything. He was, before Rodgers was Rodgers, he said we never should have gotten rid of Favre. He was that guy. He was pissed Honestly, for the first you, three years of Rob right now that, that Favre was starting next week, he'd be all in. That's, he's a meathead Bears fan of the Packers fans. He's just negative, and he's also spoiled, honestly, because he just thinks everything should be perfect. 
he thinks we've wasted Rodgers and we're just useless, but we've been to the NFC Championship like five times in the last ten years. One, so One Super Bowl. And one, and one, thank you, Colton. And we won a freaking Super Bowl. That's really hard so to did, do. So Trent Dilfer. <laughs> Joe, Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. And nobody on the Bears since 1985. Yeah, but we also haven't had the best. Hey, yeah, we, we, we haven't had it. the best quarterback talent in the history of football. Yeah, no, you, you haven't had much talent since 85. Yeah, yeah no, we, we'll stick with it. We admit it. Just like being oh, a yeah, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. We admit it. We, we suck. I've been saying this exact thing for about like seven or eight years. It actually started with Sam's brother, Jack. And our only our only defense for like eight years, basically basically since the Packers won the Super Bowl, was that, man, you guys are going to waste Rodgers. And we just said that to like get Packers fans all pissed off because that was like all Bears fans can say. And now it's looking like chance it might happen. I don't know. I don't understand why people say a waste because how many quarterbacks have won multiple Super Bowls with the same team? Besides guys? Tom Brady, and in this era, it's I'm hard to win. Aaron Rodgers is the best talented quarterback of all time. If he doesn't win more than one, that's a waste. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying it's hard to build a team when you have a when you're paying a quarterback a lot of money. It it's just a fact. So I think we put great talent around him. I think we actually have a very talented team. I think the last two years before this one, our defense we wasted. Because we had a terrible coordinator. Those two years, those were wasted. Because he was out of touch and our defense was terrible. But Rodgers was hurt for one of them. So, it's... I don't know. I think we're fine. I think we're a talented team. And I know everyone says, Oh, you're a bottom five team without Rodgers. Everyone who would put in Deshaun Kaiser, every single team in the league, would probably be bottom five except maybe the Jaguars. And they look pretty vulnerable. I mean, you give us... You know, another quarterback, one of the 20 rather good quarterbacks in the league, and I think we're a 9-17 and because we have talent. Jake, who has a, a better record with Andy Dalton for a, a whole year, the Bears or the Packers? Well, I think the Bears probably maybe a little bit, but I think Andy Dalton is significantly more successful on the Packers with our offensive line, our receivers, and, uh, you know, yeah, period. So I think Andy Dalton, I think our offense would be better. But I think your guys' defense is just, you know, right now it's just so dominant. It's hard to question the Bears. But I I can't wait to see the Bears play other teams than the fucking Dolphins this week. I'm so upset. We have have the Patriots next week. We're going to get our asses kicked. That's pretty obvious. Yeah, but we we now have to sit. It's been a whole week where the Bears didn't have to play anybody. So it's just been a week of Bears fans sitting on six touchdowns. And it's, it's really been tough. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in that uh, group chat with my golf team, and there are a few Bear fans in there. Uh, Sam's brother Jack, my friend Scott. Shout out to Scott at Scotty Litwin on Instagram. Um, going into this week, it was just us defending the Bears and like 15 other Packer fans. I saw this stat on Twitter. Last two weeks, going into this last week. Okay, so week three, week four. Mitch Trubisky six touchdowns. Rogers only had four. Mitch Trubisky zero interceptions. <laughs> Rogers had one. <laughs> Mr. Trubisky, zero losses. Rodgers only had one, or Rodgers had one loss. Numbers. Those, those are numbers. I mean, he threw six touchdowns in one game. I mean, I just wrote I those know. on a piece of paper. Wanna, do you want to preview the Bears? Dolphins? I didn't actually see them on Twitter. I just wrote them right here. <laughs> oh, you just, you just made those yourself. I did. Those are great stats. Thank you. Uh, 
How do you think about? How do you feel about the Dolphins? They just got absolutely smacked by the Bengals. So it would be a very bearish thing to just get their asses handed to them this week. I mean, it's the return of Adam Gase. I know, and I was thinking about that. Who do you think, in like on Chicago's team, cares? Does anyone even care about Gase on, on that team? Like, who's left? No, because he he's an offensive mind, correct? Yeah, he was the offensive coordinator. Two or three seasons ago? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Kyle Long. <laughs> like your offense is all brand new. Like they don't give a shit. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So like I think it's it's only big for Gase coming back. So yeah, yeah which which but that's not a good thing. You know, sometimes you know you, that's a little bit of extra motivation. He's playing extra hard. That's why they got beat by the Bengals because they were up at halftime and he started playing for the Bears at at halftime and they got absolutely also blown out. That. that Bengals uh, Dolphins game was hilarious. I'm I'm back I'm back to uh, gambling again. I had the Bengals minus six and seventeen oh, zero at halftime. I was not looking too hot, and there was two pick sixes in the fourth quarter to cover by <laughs> to cover by two. It was amazing. <laughs> that, good. So uh, hot tip: Colton's back into gambling. I and love. I'm Colton hot. Gambling. I'm hot as balls right now. Hell yeah! Yeah. Good for you. NHL overs, kids. That's that's where you get that's where you get your money. I'm four. Huh. I think NFL overs lately have been where you get your money. I am seven and zero in the last two nights in NHL overs. Wow, nice. Yeah, because because nobody plays defense they... until like a month into the season when like everyone gets in a uh, groove. It's awesome. Oh, that's cool. Good to know. Um, Thank you. I think they're juicing the pucks though, so it's good. Juice them, juice my wallet. I love it. <laughs> um, other that's NFL news: cool. OBJ called out Eli. Um, I really don't even know what he said or did. All I saw was a screenshot of him next to the small Wayne. The little Wayne, yes. The little one. The little, one. Uh, the from, little Wayne. From the band Fountains OBJ. of Wayne. <laughs> yeah, that's Casey's mom. He had a solo career. <laughs> um, yeah, OBJ just said that basically that he is fine with catching all the short routes and trying to make a play, but he just wants to get over top. Well, sometimes, and can he make all the throws still? I don't know. Uh, you know, he's getting up there in age, you know. like well, it, it was a blatant call-out of Eli. Sam, so, thoughts on, on OBJ's comments? What's, the Giants stink. I, I just, they're, they're not fun. Uh, Eli should have left, like, four years ago. They shouldn't have drafted Barkley. Um, yeah, so, I, I mean, OBJ is kind of a turd, though, himself. He's, like, such a big talker. He's such a, yeah. I mean, he's amazing, but come on, just shut up. Just shut up and play. You're the highest paid receiver in football right now. Just shut up. You know what? I like it. (laughs) I like it because he's right. He's absolutely right. So why are we hating on him for being right? Oh, he's he's right, but like, he's, no, no. If he says it in a press conference and he's just voicing his opinion, we're like, oh, wow, you know, maybe Eli is out. But because he said it next to Lil Wayne, nobody, I, I think he's right, and I think this is how, OBJ's a crazy person and a, and a celebrity. This is how he's going to do his business. And I think he's tired of Eli, and I think... I don't know if anybody actually cared that OBJ said that next to Lil Wayne. I don't know. That's just me. I could care was less. That, was there a reason Wayne, he was there? It was, I, it, well, it was just an interview that they scheduled. Brother. That, that's why OBJ said yes to the interview, because Lil Wayne was going to be there. Yeah, I didn't... Yeah, whatever, but... Um, out of out of the entire NFL, are there any other teams other than the Giants that don't have a quarterback present or future? You know what I mean. Literally, there's not uh, like, like nobody like Rivers came out plan. with them, but but Rivers is still good. 
Oh yeah, I mean Rivers, Rivers is Rivers very a, good. He's got a few. He's been great this year, so he's got a few years left before. I mean, you could say the Dolphins maybe, but Tannehill's been playing decent. But he did throw two pick sixes. Um, I guess Baltimore's sure got did. a plan. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think Jacksonville needs a new plan because I'm still on the Bortles is bad train. But they just signed well, Bortles. So well, well, he he threw 450 plus yards too, I think, last week. Yeah, but he also lost in the game because he played terrible. I mean, it's he's he's been terrible. Uh, yeah, but you're Col- you're right, Colton. There aren't any other teams in the league that really don't have a plan at quarterback. Yeah, they have nothing. They they have a washed up player, and then their backup is is it still Geno Smith? <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I guess. Oh, uh, and the uh, Broncos. Let's let's not forget that Case Keenum is not a good quarterback. Sorry. But like, I'll take Keenum over Eli ten times out of ten. Like he's still like he he can still win games. Eli can. Yeah. Yeah, well, Eli just doesn't get out of the pocket. They scored 31 points last week, but Odell had to throw a touchdown. And he has... Those are the best weapons in the league, in my opinion. OBJ, Sterling Shepard, Evan Ingram, Saquon Barkley. That's insane. Like, any quarterback... A rookie quarterback... That's a rookie quarterback's dream. So, whoever they draft next year... What about year, Taylor Gabriel, Allen Robinson, Tariq Cohen, <laughs> Trey Burke? Oh, man. Jordan Howard. Oh, yeah, that's, and Jordan Howard. That's the greatest show on ta- Sod I've ever, you know. Well, um, hey, and don't don't go talking crap about the Broncos quarterback. Don't forget they got Chad Kelly. He'll be the savior for them sometime. Just wait. Bag Kelly, yes, absolutely. And I think they have Kevin Hogan too, if I'm right, which says a lot too. I don't know who that but is. They just got they got blown out by the Jets this week, so I think they're <laughs> sort of in turmoil. I think the Broncos are in trouble. Um, one team that is. Uh, currently in their uh, present and future quarterback. Baker Mayfield wins again. Huge, huge juggernaut <laughs> are the <laughs> Cleveland Browns winning 12-9 to with three seconds left, or two seconds <laughs> left in overtime. Um, guys, thoughts on that one? Sam? He threw for, what well, I think he was 50%, don't get me wrong, I think he was 50% back-to-back weeks. Um, I, you know, hey. Good, good for him. That he still makes up for what extremely boring football. Like him and Tyrod, him and T-Mobile are doing the exact same thing back there. Um, I, and I shouldn't say that. I think Baker's no. a little more consistent. Baker's throwing for a lot more yards. Obviously, he's pushing the ball a little bit more, but they're still not scoring. So, I, is that a, is that a Hugh Jackson? Part? I don't watch enough Browns football because they're so boring. Is that a coaching thing? Is there like something going on? I just I don't understand. Is it Todd Haley? I mean, I don't know. I think I think it's got to be a little bit of everything. But Mayfield looks good. Like when you watch him, just like I've wa- I watched all his highlights. Like his ball has a zip on it, and he he had threw for three hundred and forty yards versus the Ravens, which no way Tyrod does that in a million years. Like they they're better with him. They're not a spectacular team. I mean, I think they have a terrible coach and average talent everywhere else. I mean, their defense is is. Somewhat in his talent somewhere, but it's bad coaching. It's got to be bad coaching. And their coaches all hate each other, too. I love Baker. <laughs> Baker's a stud. He's going to win like seven games this year. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah, we're going to celebrate every. We're going to talk about every single t- one on this show. We are. So far, we have. Uh, but Drew Brees said he's going to be better than him. So Drew Brees just, just broke the. Uh, all-time passing record for passing yards, and Drew Brees has has said that if if Baker like works at it, Baker will will be better than him. So, uh, thoughts on Brees saying that, or thoughts on Brees being the all-time passing record holder? 
Uh, I think that Breeze is being very, very generous. Um, I don't think... It's like you, you can't predict uh, the next Hank Aaron, you know? It just doesn't happen like that, no matter what. So I, I don't know if I agree with that. I mean, the guy's got, what, what three touchdowns, three interceptions on the year, something like that. He throw, he's got he's throwing 50% of balls right now. I mean, come on, it's, it's, it is what it is. But uh, Drew Brees, though, uh, we were talking about Aaron Rodgers having nothing. Uh, Drew Brees has never had much of anything his whole career, um, wide receiver-wise. Awesome, awesome feat. He always he, has, he like, had, one target. He has one target that he makes. Like, Mar- like I think we say it all the time. Marquise Colson, he was nothing two years later. After after that Super Bowl, he did nothing. He was a Drew Brees best. Does not make Michael Thomas though. You know, like Michael. He, he right True, now. I was just about to say Michael Thomas is finally. He's a stud, dude. And, and Alvin Kamara might be the most electric player. So right now, Drew Brees is. I think he's like slowly withering, but he has such amazing weapons. That right now that it doesn't even matter. You know, it's hard to notice. It's it's hard because he never had that all throughout his career. That'd be like waiting like two more years and then giving Rodgers like the best he's ever had. You know what I'm saying? Like it'll help him out still and it's it's just unfortunate that sometimes that maybe they didn't get it. I don't know what what we could give Roger. I think other than a new head, like offense, a new coordinator, if he had Sean McVay, I think he would then he that would be amazing. But other than that, Rodgers has always had Great. Jordy was a great receiver. Rodgers didn't make Jordy. Jordy was a stud, period. Like, So, either way. Breeze has had worse weapons, is what I'm saying, than Rodgers. Yeah, yep. but go Breeze. Good for him. Yeah, Breeze is, Breeze is the man. Um, never won an MVP, by the way. He what? He's never won an MVP. Hmm. Surprising. I mean, He's, I, he is underrated. Well, it, it was either like Brady or Peyton for like 10 years, wasn't it? I don't know. I mean, you'd think he would have snuck one in, but uh, he's just been so consistent for so long that he's breaking these records. Who won MVP but last he year? He won't hold it long. I, have, I don't know that. Do you guys know? Um, hmm. Brady? I Is think Brady. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, I think okay. so, yeah. That's why I don't remember, because it doesn't matter. When it's Brady, it's like, ugh. I, I have don't know. <laughs> like, who cares? I mean, Brady's like the... Uh, um, LeBron James argument. Like, if it's actual most valuable to his team, it should be Brady or LeBron every single year. See, I don't think so, because I think a lot of people say without Brady, they would, you know, still be pretty... You know, a lot of people call him a system, and it's Belichick. You know, like, what would they be with Jimmy Garoppolo right now? Who do you think's more valuable to their team? LBJ or Tom Brady? LeBron. LeBron's the most LeBron. valuable player in history. Yeah, I was just about to say, it's, uh, if, if anybody else said Tom Brady, and I don't like LeBron at all, but um, definitely LeBron. No, it's, it's LeBron by Lance. He's more valuable than any player ever, like Colton said, absolutely. It's so cool to watch him. Like He's he's yeah. going to take, take the Lakers from like third or fourth worst team in basketball to like a five or six seed in a loaded conference in yeah. one season. <laughs> yeah, that'll be fun. It was fun to watch him play with that cast of characters. He has a lot of odd teammates on the Lakers team, so that'll be fun. Uh, final thought on the uh, NFL. Are the Eagles bad, and in general, is the is the uh, NFC East one of the worst divisions you've seen in a while? Um, well, the Eagles just lost to the Vikings, and they're <laughs> they are in third in that terrible division. They're behind the Cowboys right now, and um, 
I don't know. I don't think they're bad because they have a lot of talent and they have a decent coach, but I think it's like a serious case of Super Bowl hangover that may cost them even making the playoffs. So the division's so weak, I think they sneak in with like an 8-8, eight 9-7 eight, and seven record, and then they're a scary, you know, wild card, or a scary team to face in the playoffs. But, man, they look, they look pretty bad. Honestly, I think it's just an overreaction right now. Um They'll be. I, I really do. I think they'll come around and be fine. Um, the Eagle. I mean, think of it. They went the first two games without their starting quarterback. Um, this is this is a team that's still there. It's still ready to go. The Vikings were playing desperate football. The Vikings are a really good team that needed to get a win. They have been playing bad back to back weeks. So this was a this was a must win for the Vikings. So I, I don't think the Eagles are, are out of it by any means. That's a terrible division. They they they'll come around just fine. Carson Wentz still looks good. Uh, do you guys have have any any other thoughts on NFL? Uh, no, that's all I got. Well, then, uh, prediction, Sam. Prediction for the Dolphins game. Bears Dolphins. The Dolphins game. Um, yeah, Bears <laughs> Dolphins. Um, I I think that yeah I I really do. I think the Bears are going to get a W. Um, it's so cool to think that. Colton, are you? Do you feel that like every week? It's just it's kind of cool to be like, oh, these are bad teams. The Bears will win. Do you like, know how fun. cool just, it is to have a swagger? On a bye week where we're like we're the best team that's ever played, ever played football. <laughs> I, don't, oh, I don't, I don't, want to go into that. But I, I can't. Do. I, the roller coaster, like if the Bears lose, the roller coaster Sam would have went on because we didn't talk to him last week after the game. Because the last time we talked to Sam, you you thought Trubisky was the worst and your offense was screwed, and you would definitely probably pick the Dolphins here. But now I'm talking. You know, you're so confident. So if the Bears accidentally lose to the Dolphins, who are what? what? Where do you see confidence? Where did you see confidence on any of that? If you want to be completely honest about the Bears, one, I think the Bears will beat the Dolphins, and I do. I do solely on their defense alone. I'm counting on zero points from the offense every week. Every week I'm counting on zero points, and I still, still. think they'll win. That defense is that good that I think that's uh, it's so scary to think about. I think they're that good that they can hold any team out there. Now, don't get me wrong. We've played some pretty bad teams up to this point. But I, I, that's how you make it in the playoffs. you got to be bad They're only bad because we make them look bad, Sam. We're the best team in football history. Not <laughs> NFL, not college, that not high is school, what I meant. <laughs> not Pop Warner. We're the best assembled team in the sports history. Maybe in sports history. Sam, how much confidence did you gain from last week? So, in the offense, specifically. Not a lot. Really? Yeah, no, no. I, what what did you week? take away from Matt, it? Matt, yeah, Matt Flynn threw six touchdowns, you know, a couple of years ago. I'm that, not. That may be the best point I've ever heard in arguments, <laughs> uh, like across the world. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not here to overreact to those things. We had a lot of wide open guys against the worst defense in the league. Like, hey, I think that's Nagy's best game. I think that's Nagy that's making some calls, I mean, getting these guys stretching the field. I think that's really, really good, and that's really important. And that our defense okay. looked great. So, hey, I'm. happy. Happy and yet, Trubisky needs that confidence going into another week. He really does. We're we're talking about hey, a couple more weeks of play like that from the first three weeks that we saw, and we're talking about oh, is Trubisky really our guy? He shows up, throws six touchdowns, and here's some confidence going into a bye week. I think he really needed that. Do I think he's a good quarterback? No, and I, I've said it from the start. I still don't think he's good. People, you know, you throw six touchdowns, people are going <laughs> to hop on his bandwagon. But I'm not, I'm not, I'm not there yet. All right, well, yeah, see, that was my, t- I'm sure you heard it from last week, Sam, but that was my takeaway is that Nagy proved himself a legit offensive coach. Like, he's got, he's got a plan. Can Trubisky, you know, follow through on the plan 
against an average defense. We'll find out. Uh, yeah, my final thought on it is that um, Andy Reid... Overreaction time. <laughs> Andy Reid is the best coach coming off a of bye. Hopefully Nagy learned from that. We can move on to baseball because right now I'm watching live baseball. Bottom of nine. Holy fuck, did he just miss it? No fucking way. Hang on. Oh, my God. Gary Wait, Sanchez what? almost just hit a walk-off grand slam in the bottom of the ninth against the Red Sox. It's 4-3, two outs. Guy on first oh my and second. God. This is so cool. I was watching that during your guys' whole conversation. I didn't listen to a single word. Didn't care at all. <laughs> but Gary Sanchez just hit one with bases loaded, one out, down two. He hit one to the wall. Or no, that's Luke Voigt. Oh, no. Whatever. They don't have names on the back of their jerseys like a bunch of idiots. Well, Sanchez did hit the uh, sack fly just now. And now uh, Torres is up? It's, yeah, okay, okay. Yep, Sanchez. I'm, I'm cutting out the Voigt thing. <laughs> no, no, you said that. No, yeah, no one's gonna know. So this is a live listen. Yeah, this is this is live coverage. Uh, first and first and second, two outs, bottom of nine, four to three. I have, I have uh, the Yankees winning this on money line, and I have the over at eight and a half. So if, if the Yankees win, they win five to four. I hit my over. Oh man! Can you imagine? Oh, I'm so good at sports. But I guess we can talk about other sports. Um, do you guys have any thoughts on on the uh, serious sweeps or, or even just the Dodgers moving on? I just think uh, overall all the series were somewhat boring. Hopefully this Yankees-Red Sox series turns into something. You mean right if now? The Yankees, okay, go ahead. If the Yankees <laughs> lose tonight, then this was a pretty disappointing uh, playoff divisional series. But... Uh, Hopefully the championship series is a lot better. I'm uh, all on the Brewers train, so choo choo. Yeah, I'm I'm on the the Brewers train as well. I mean, who who can't be? They're so much, I mean, they really are. They're so much fun right now. Um, I I'm rooting for the Brewers. I think the Astros are a fun team. But yeah, I agree with Jake. The first first round was Debbie Downer. Um, not a lot of competition. I mean, Rockies. Come on, that you know that was going to happen with the they Brewers were a bad and then team. the Brewers. Yeah, I mean, but it's just like, you, you just, I don't know. There were just a lot of teams that you kind of figured were just going to beat up on the others, and it, it happened perfectly. So it was like, okay, that doesn't doesn't really matter anymore. Yeah, everything. The Cubs win that game anyway. Like, the the Brewers are going to beat whoever won that wild card game. The Cubs stink. Their roster stinks. I'm still sad. And the, Bra- the Braves are a fun young team, but they, they just didn't really stand a chance against high-powered uh Dodgers right now. I, I think they were they were going to be way too good. They just out-talented them from start to finish. Really fun. Really fun-looking team for the future, but um, yeah, they just weren't ready just yet. And so that's why you get, what, a 3-1, 3-1 final there, too? So 3-1, and yeah. that was only because Freddie Freeman's clutch is shit. Oh, slow grounder to third? Oh, my... Yeah. Holy shit, what a close play that's over. Oh, man. Oh, and the Red Sox win. Ground out to third. Literally beat the throw, or the throw beat Torres by, I don't know, a quarter of a step. Oh, There goes damn. my chance at winning money. Nobody, All nobody's right. happy. So here's our chance at a good series. First, first assumptions after a loss. Um, the Yankees are going to go 100% either the Harper or Machado now. Um, yeah, because oh. they don't. I mean, seriously, one hundred percent, they're going after one or the other. Every, oh, and every, Eduardo Nunez just hurt himself. <laughs> I think celebrating or making that play. Oh no! <laughs> but you know, um, do they have the like? Do, do they have money for it? Like, are they gonna? 
Yeah. Are they going back to, like, Yankees of old? Yankees of always. They will always spend that money. They'll they'll go get him. They'll probably uh, put, like, another $75 into, like, Nick Swisher for a couple years. (laughs) Because I feel like that's just a move that they'll do. And then they'll go win a World Series. I don't know. I think they can win. Yeah, the Yankees are currently sixth in um, the MLB in payroll, but just behind the Nationals and about fifteen million behind the Cubs. So the they they're not even like looking to spend to win. They just want to keep that reputation. They're just like, oh, this is this is bad. Oh, sixth is embarrassing. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. That's not even top five. Yeah, they will be they will be top like two next year. Absolutely. Oh, yep. Once they get Machado and try to sign, they'll probably try to sign both. Honestly, they'll sign every pitcher because they. Oh, how come the Yankees have never had a like a good shutdown starting pitcher? Like, CC, CC. Yeah. I feel like those first Wait, are you saying never? I mean, just they, why recently? Why haven't they had any oh. good pitching lately? Like, like, since like Andy Rod, Pettit, Roger Clemens and like yeah, Messina, that was like Pettit, the last. Yeah, Jabba yeah. Chamberlain. <laughs> good point. That's a really good point. Jabba. Raba. Um, that's I mean that's that's all I got for baseball. I have a lot of like well, off-season takes, but we also have a whole off season to talk about it. So yeah, but we want to preview, just talk about what do you think, Red Sox, Astros, Red Sox, Astros. I'm I'm surprised the Astros and the Indians uh, played at one o'clock every single day. Yeah, that was weird. So boring. That would fucking stink if you're either one of those teams or like fans of those teams. Yeah, it's like being a Cub. Yeah. What'd you say? It's like being a cub. Being a cub? Yeah, like a Chicago cub because they play in the day all the time. Oh. Uh, how did... Was that... Did that not make sense? I guess not for the playoffs because they're popular. And the Astros and the Indians aren't. I yeah, guess. I, I didn't see a single second of those games. Not one. <laughs> Me either. I mean, I just knew the Indians sucked. If you look at their record versus anyone outside the AL Central, and you know, they're under 500. They play in the toughest division, though. That's so, I mean, they were division. tested by the Royals, Tigers, and White Sox. Oh, I don't no. know if you know this, but Ricky's boys don't quit. So They never quit. The, do you, they don't quit. Do you think the Indians' window is, is shut for a World Series? Maybe, uh, it, but they have two su- young superstars in Jose Ramirez and Francisco Lindor. That was so, the best one-two punch this year. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think they're out and especially with the division they play in, they can go healthy into the playoffs every year if they want to, because they'll be up by 20 games at the end of the year. They can rest those guys and not have to worry about it. If they bring back a a healthy team called the White Sox, Sam, that's going to be pretty good according to Twitter in 2020. When we, (laughs) yeah, I don't know if the, you know, there's like 7,000 White Sox fans and they're all tweeting about how we're going to be amazing in 2020, but, um. Yeah, I mean, if the White Sox go out and get Harper and Machado, yeah, watch out. But until then, uh, I think a healthy Indians team in our division looks really, really good. Well, I don't, I don't think uh, – the thing is, is that I think this is the year this division is as bad as it is. Like, you're never going to have three teams lose a total of 302 games. Like, you're no. not going to have that next year. <laughs> That's it, they're they're going to be better. I think the White Sox are going to be just try harder. You know, put out a better roster out there. You know, like a winning, a more winning roster. The Tigers are probably maybe they take again because they don't have anything. The Royals are going to try. The Royals have some pieces. They're they suck. Royals don't have any pieces. 
And by the way, Royals are like the bottom five in uh, in farm system too. I think right now. I think no joke. I really do. I think I saw this that aside from the White Sox, every other farm system was like I think seventeen and lower, or like eighteen and lower in, in the in the Central right now. Yeah, there's yeah, the White Sox, There's like no come ups in that in that division. That division's gonna be bad for like five years. Indians will win seventy five games next year and probably still be in first place. So it doesn't matter. And like rest their starters in September. The twins. Twins won seventy eight games this year. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. You're, yeah, you're welcome. I <laughs> <laughs> respect the twins, dude. They almost were five hundred and they fired real quick, they did fire their manager. Paul Molitor. Who, yeah, Paul Molitor, who brought them to the playoffs last year. After losing like 110 games the year before, so I think the White Sox should hire fucking Paul Molitor. Yeah, those 78 wins, man. I'm, that's I'm a that's a bad over. team. That's a bad team. You guys like, want to hear a name that the White Sox should go after that is perfect for him right now? Joe Madden, Terry Francona. Ugh, oh, dude, you yes. guys don't like Terry? Oh, okay. No. Yes. Give me, give me Terry. Well, it's either that or give me. If you're going to give me a classic guy like that, that's awesome. Like, you could even go after, like, Girardi, and I'd be happy. But Or give me, like, give me a new name. Give me a blossoming name. I want a, I want a guy yeah, like, uh, that's what I what's want. his I face want. With, the, with the Phillies? Or, uh, um, oh, you, well, actually. You want, you want like, a Gabe Kapler coming up, who's, like, an ex-player? I, I wouldn't mind it. I just want a, a fresh, these fresh ideas. Like, Carlos a Beltran. guy that doesn't. Well, I, I want a guy that looks at stats and kind yeah. of a nerdier fella, that's not somebody saying. that's I just like, oh, we, we bunt and we got a we got a fast guy on first, so we're gonna steal him, and you know, like somebody that maybe buys into the shift or like I don't know. There's different things that I think like an older older school guy like Ricky maybe doesn't understand. Yeah, I want like a maybe like a ten year minor league catcher who's just like a student <laughs> of the game, you know. I just so yeah. I want a young, fresh face. I don't want Terry Francona. I like Terry Francona, but I just think adding an a old coach to this team is just not, an old white coach too. Like we're very Hispanic. We've had. I'm just saying, like we speak a lot of Spanish. Most of our players can only speak Spanish. We should probably get a Spanish speaking head coach. I, and that's actually something we should think about. Cole and I are going to no comment on that after that, that racist is, comment you had. <laughs> How is that racist? Yeah, whatever. Carl's yeah. Beltran. That's my pick. Oh, there you go. <laughs> That's a great he, pick, Colton. Thanks, guys. That is a great pick. I know. It's I a, would love that. Because right now, because I was, I was thinking about when uh, Joe Madden was rumored that his job was in jeopardy, who, who would I want? I wouldn't want a new name. I'd be so pissed if we, if we got a new name. I want somebody, yeah. like... We have like three years with this core, and I yeah, I don't want somebody who might come in for a year and stink. Yeah, the Cubs and Sox are in very different situations, though. You know, if if after next year Madden doesn't sign, give me Francona. Uh, if I'm a White Sox fan, I want Carlos Beltran. Yeah, something like, or something like that. That's no, that's it. Pick. That's my pick. I'm I'm Carl super Beltran, smart, so I'm right. Also, I'm hot in gambling. Jake, listen to me. I will the eight twice. I want a combination. I want Matheny, um, Dusty Baker, and Tommy Lasorda. Yadier Molina. Lasorda. I want two <laughs> managers who were fired within the last season, and I want somebody who's dead but just gets like carried around on strings. That's who I want. Uh, give me Lasorda. I thought Listella for some reason, but um, 
I want Yavier Molina as our head coach. So whenever he retires, just give him the man. He's going to retire and be the Cardinals manager. Yeah, probably, but we'll snipe You guys should get Mark McGuire. <laughs> that would be What if Sammy hilarious. Sosa and Mark McGuire were co-managers? Uh, that, that would be like a reality TV show. That would be pretty cool, actually. Not, I'd watch that it. show. Nobody's throwing around Pinella? <laughs> uh. <laughs> or we can bring back Ron Ventura for part two. Rob. Ooh, Ozzy yeah. Guillen is still around. He's gone to his corner. He's he's thought about what he's done. He's he's better. <laughs> he's now bigger, better, and stronger. You're in timeout, so let's give you a couple million to come back now. Oh, and hey, no joke. If they and this is so dumb. This is so dumb. But if the White Sox ever brought back Ozzy Guillen, I'd be so excited. It's so it would be so this much fun. It probably wouldn't work at all. Back. It, it would not work, but I would be so excited. No, it wouldn't work at all, but yeah, I agree with Sam. It would, it would have been amazing. It should have been this year with uh, Hawks, you know, farewell season, and just had this whole year be a fucking spectacle. Because, like, who cares? I would have, nobody was watching it anyways. Honestly, <laughs> if if the Sox bring back Ozzy with this, like, super Latin team, and Ozzy has this, like, Latin flair... I'm going 51 Cubs, 40 White Sox for my fandom. I would be so happy to see that. <laughs> that yeah, I'm telling you, we we are very Hispanic, and Ozzy Guillen would be the perfect head coach right now, except that he's not a good coach. That's that's the only problem. Whoa, whoa, whoa. why do you think that? Because I don't know. He's Does never he have a ring? How many games has he lost in, in the last few seasons? Um, uh, the last few since he's been out of the league, none. He's but lost he really as bad many for games the as Mitch Trubisky has within the last two weeks. That's oh. a really good stat. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right, well, we can move on to the uh, NCAA. That's, that's college football, folks, for those of you keeping score at home. Um, Notre Dame keeps winning. They're probably the best team to ever play college football. And you, you over the, uh, they're going to lose a game, Colton, or you, you think they're going undefeated now? Hmm. My mind is telling me no, but I'm going to... No, I don't know, I don't know what, you're, what you're doing right now, but I'm going to flat out say <laughs> my body's also telling me no, they're going undefeated. Oh, okay. Yeah, how about that? Okay. I, I like it. Wisconsin's also going undefeated. With a loss. Yes. That's, Yes. Yes, one of those. But uh, Wisconsin does have their biggest game of the season until uh, the Big Ten playoffs. Uh, we played Michigan this weekend. It's well, Everyone's picking Michigan. It doesn't look great for Wisconsin because they lost to BYU. They didn't crush Nebraska. But I'd like to point out that Michigan also almost lost to Northwestern, who is fucking terrible. And so, Northwestern just beat Michigan State, ranked at Michigan State. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I mean, I had the, Northwestern. I'm hot. You Feed are hot. me the ball. Do you have a money line? No. Uh, well, uh, Northwestern also lost to Akron this year. So, I, you know, we'll, we'll see. I think it's going to be a good game. Both teams are not great. They're definitely not college playoff teams. So they're just good football teams. I'm gonna, it's going to be a classic Big Ten matchup. If Very Michigan wins cool. out, they make the playoffs. Yeah, I think they get smacked in the play. I don't think they're that good, is, is the thing. Well, they, they've only lost to a powerhouse, undefeated Notre Dame team. Yes. but I got Notre Dame winning the next two uh, against Pitt and Navy, and then 
four straight losses to end the year. <laughs> Northwestern, Florida State, upset Syracuse. USC is going to spank them on the way out the door. The Syracuse <laughs> and the USC games scare me because those teams aren't terrible. USC had two bad losses to start the year. Um, so, like, everyone thinks they're bad, but they're, they're, they're okay. And Syracuse is a pretty damn good team. So, those not are scared of, Not scared of Florida State? Nope. You think you can beat... You can think you can roll over Miami? What? You think you just roll over Navy, Colton? Do you uh, yeah. respect the troops? Or I think so. Trap our, game. Trap game. Our defense respect is super good. Respect the troops? Like, our, our defense is, like, crazy athletic, and, like, and, like, Navy just runs that, like, jet sweep option that every... <laughs> That every military school does, and <laughs> I think I think we can keep up with that. Northwestern, Florida State, for sure. USC or Syracuse. I'm gonna say three losses by the end of the year for sure. That'd be <laughs> so fucking Brian Kelly. <laughs> Ugh, yuck. <laughs> yuck. Brian Kelly. I really wanted Urban Meyer to get fired from Ohio State, so he he, he could go to Notre Dame. <laughs> That's a uh, good morals there, Colton. I'm a, college, I'm a college football fan. Name one college football fan with like of a good team that has morals. There's there's like zero chance. <laughs> well, Paul Chris has morals. Yeah, no, he's a coach. I'm saying if if you had a chance to get Urban Meyer on Wisconsin, would you not? Um, I feel like Wisconsin would never hire. Or that would never happen in a million. Years. That's but not if, how Wisconsin. If Wisconsin came to you and said, Jake, you are the final call. Are we doing it? And like, no one's gonna know you're the final call either. Just you. No, I'm sticking with Paul Chris. That you're so no. dumb. Oh, I mean, no. I think I, I just don't want a part of. I don't know. I don't want a part of it. That would be a nightmare for the uh, fr- like Wisconsin is is a down home school that would put us as like people expect things from us, and we'd be or yeah. Those how high, bad that would be to put them in the you know upper echelon of college football. Oh, that's just make a uh, that that's terrible. We what have been cool with stinking. this coach. We stinking. We've been amazing. We should have. We smacked Miami last year. And yeah, but yeah. Jake, where you guys are at, you're not a playoff contender, but yet you're amazing. Like that's that's my point. Is that Paul Chris is really good, but Urban Meyer is top five all time coach, and he, he makes his team a playoff contender every every year. It, it, it was, and don't and do not have me that we beat Miami in whatever bowl last year. No offense. Nobody they lost one game. They lost one game and went did, did, from going to the playoffs. So it was we won the most games in the history of our franchise last year in the history of Wisconsin football. They won the most games. So they, that season absolutely mattered for Wisconsin. And I don't know. I just trust Paul Christ. And we would Urban Meyer would have to change everything because Wisconsin is nothing like the Power Five, Power Ten schools. They just don't recruit like it. If you look at recruiting, we get no star athletes and all these random farm kids who are four-star recruits in random tiny schools all over America that become the best linemen in the NFL. Imagine, so, imagine you, what Urban can do with a line like that. We'd have say, to. Cole, he, Cole, he would have we haven't even years. thought. I guess we didn't think about that. We didn't think that Urban doesn't recruit those no. zero-star, one-star players. We didn't. We didn't factor that. He would just have to build from scratch. I'm just telling you, it would be a totally different system. He would, I, I look at oh, what man. happened, how, you know, like, yeah, obviously dumping a superstar coach into a fran- into a uh, program always works immediately, just like Michigan, right? Yeah, but he's better nope. than Harbaugh. He's a top yeah, five not- of all time is what I'm saying. Oh, I, I mean, maybe, but he's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. He, 
He went to a BCS Bowl at Utah, then he went to Florida, won two championships, then he went to Ohio State, has won a championship. Yeah, he's, he's absolutely great, but he's also, you know, a terrible person. Like, uh, he's pretty trustworthy. He recruited Tim Tebow. Yeah, he's and, a bad... He's and, a bad and Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> and Aaron Hernandez. But, I hey... Just, I just wouldn't want him part of Wisconsin. He, he fits well with Notre Dame. They are a big school. They would brush off the media. He, they would talk about how he's a Catholic, and no people would stop caring. But uh, hey, Ur- Urban Meyer can come out and say, I'm an atheist, but if he wins Notre Dame on a national championship game, that school doesn't care. I guess. I Football mean, moves people, the needle more than anything I've ever seen in my entire life. It's crazy. And, like, I'm actually getting into, like, sports marketing classes where I see figures. It's unbelievable how much money, fo- like, football makes for schools. It's unbelievable. Hey, can I just clear something up? Tim Tebow and Aaron Hernandez have one very big thing in common, and they've both never been convicted of criminal crimes. Criminal crimes. <laughs> so guess what? What Urban about, Meyer what is about when uh, Tim Tebow stole the heart of the nation? That's that is a crime on its own. I do love that man. <laughs> oh man, what's the Bears' record this year with with Tim Tebow? Probably similar to what it will be with Trubisky. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I'm, um, just I'm just kidding. Tebow. Tebow in playoff where nobody big, ever talks about big, that. Big anti Tebow. Great throw. An amazing, amazing first throw. Good that was throw. an awesome throw. What? Good, yeah, that was a really well-thrown slant route to win that game in that playoff series. That, that was a good throw. But Thank other than you. that, okay. Tebow, Tebow's pretty bad. Thank you. Yeah, he was great. Okay, cool, that's all I needed. <laughs> he had one awesome throw. Um, yeah, that's cool. Um, and he'll I, never be forgotten, so... Do we have any final like thoughts on college football? Um, LSU lost, that was really disappointing. Kentucky um, lost. That was disappointing for me. I was getting on the Kentucky bandwagon. West Virginia keeps rolling. Um, I think uh, Will Greer lit it up again. I'm just going to take a guess because he always lights it up. Actually, no, I think, I think he had a couple interceptions this week. Maybe I'm wrong. I thought he had a couple picks. But, he had three uh, interceptions, four touchdowns, three picks. That's a little brutal. I'm a big Will Greer guy because he's like a, a little short guy. And he throws a lot of touchdowns. But, uh, yeah, three picks for Kansas. All right, well, here's uh, – I mean, I'm a huge LSU guy because Coach O is just the funniest, most natural-fitting person at his job maybe in the world. Like, he is such yeah, he a, he is such an LSU Tiger football head coach. It makes me laugh. They have Georgia at home this week, so huge. They have, like, the toughest schedule in the world. They I mean, Coach anybody, no anybody in the SEC who doesn't have Alabama – or who isn't Alabama, has the toughest schedule because they have to play Alabama. Yeah, well, I mean, and Georgia and LSU, it, that that's insane. Yeah, they, they played Auburn this year already. They beat Auburn, obviously. Like, they, they played Miami. Don't get me wrong, Miami's kind of been a pretender since. They're still 16th ranked, but you got to go play Auburn, Miami, then you're going to Florida, Georgia, you know, you got Alabama coming up still, Texas A&M's 22, Mississippi State's 24, come on. That's so, that's so scary. The, yeah, they, that's Anybody that tells me Big Ten football is better, get out of here. Nobody says that. <laughs> Tons of people say that. Ugh, well that, that's pretty bad. It's pretty pathetic. I mean, it's clearly, but I think they're the second, they're clearly the second best division of football. Big, Big 12, man. Love Big 12 football. I like Big 12 football, too. I just think uh, Big 10, I mean, Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, Wisconsin. Oh, uh, Mac. 
The, ooh, Mac, the Mac baby. is the most fun. Uh, is the most fun division in all of college football. Go Mac! They always have. They always set like the all-time rushing leader. Like every year, like all-time. Because he's their quarterback, team. running back, defensive back, coach, and the like team's tutor. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> the Mac football is the best. Yeah, yeah Mac produces a lot of NFL players. Uh, Michael Thomas is from Northern Illinois. <laughs> I'm putting up the Illuminati signal for those of you that can't see. Yeah, you can't, can't see, see anything. So. All right, well, um, that's it for uh, college football. Notre Dame's going to win it all, but uh, preseason NBA. Jake, you put it in here. I really didn't watch any games yet. Sam, have you watched any uh, preseason games? God, no. All right, There's a lot of sports going on. I, I, I haven't watched. Yeah, I haven't watched a minute, but I've checked the uh, box scores, and so far the Bucks have shot 40. Threes, 36 threes, and let me check real quick, 38 threes in the game. And oh, last thank year, God you told we, us that. Uh, well, I, okay, <laughs> fuck you, Sam. Um, <laughs> last year we averaged 20, like 21 uh, threes a game, which was like dead last in the NBA. So we're, a, we're like a totally different team out there. Giannis is taking threes. Uh, we got... Uh, fucking John Henson taking th- like two or three threes a game, and he hasn't shot outside the paint in like three years. So this is it's going to be completely different offense watching you watch this year in Milwaukee with the um, new head coach. I have nothing on, on the NBA. It's cool. Uh, do you guys ever see anything, or do you guys ever read about the uh, GM surveys? Yeah, those. Yeah, a lot of interesting things. I just saw a lot of uh, headlines from those. Do you do you ever like? Like, do you ever like put credit into that? Like, do you do you care about those, or is it just like another number that doesn't matter? I think those are kind of interesting. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, if they're, it's really the GMs. I mean, that that's pretty important. Well, the all the only thing is, is, like, all of those literally like line up perfectly with like just the normal fan, anyways. Like, oh, if you pay attention, like, oh, who's who's going to win the MVP? Who's got the best chances to win the MVP this year? Okay, we we all know. Right? Yeah, yeah. Who are, who are the top five point guards? Oh, we all know that. Who's got the best chance of winning the NBA title? It was like 78% said Golden State Warriors. Yeah, I, I think we can all agree with that. Uh, I, yeah. Can you guys give me a ballpark on what on what the percentage is that Golden State is going to win the West? Oh, um, percentage? Yep. I'd say so each, uh, I'd say 75%. So each, so each GM votes, and you cannot vote for your own team. Each GM is 3.5%. <laughs> Oh, so 97%. <laughs> I'm going to go with that. I'll say, yeah, I'll, I'll go whatever the next step down is. Then 90%. Which means there's two of them. I guess one, because Golden State can't vote for themselves. Yeah. So there's one, there's basically, no, there's two, sorry. There's two other GMs that genuinely believe. Magic Johnson probably voted for himself anyway. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Magic, you keep putting the Lakers down, even for the players' options. Who's going to win the MVP, the Lakers? Stop it. And he's like, yeah, Damn man, it, sorry. Magic. According to this, Giannis is going to... He he received two votes, which means he's uh, 7% thinks he's, he's going to win MVP. So. I also saw one of them was, what player would you most want to start your franchise with today? And Giannis was number one. Number at one like, at 30%. Anthony yeah, Davis, like, 23 sure. Yeah, that's interesting. I actually find that a lot of people would argue Anthony Davis. I get in a lot of arguments that Giannis is better than Anthony Davis. I think they're both 
two of the best players in the league. But I think better right now, I'll take AD. Like I maybe, year. but I just think Giannis does more and is more into the today's NBA because he he handles the ball. You know, like I yeah, but AD guy shoots threes. So that's sometimes, also, yeah, that's also today's NBA. Um, yeah, that's true. Most adjustments that coaches have to make is LeBron James. Uh, which player is most likely to have a breakout season? Jamal Murray. How about that? That's interesting. I, I, I mean, Kawhi Leonard got two votes. How does Kawhi Leonard have a breakout season? I don't know. He's already been. Funny. He's already been like uh, considered the top like five player in the NBA. Yeah, Did you see? There was like a poll that was like. What player who has like a torn, who's torn his meniscus and also torn his ACL, would you take on your team? And uh, Derrick Rose was number Speaking one. Speaking of that, Sam, what's going on with the uh, with uh, Derrick Rose's life in this week's Derrick Rose update? Ooh, I'm very prepared. Uh, welcome to the Derrick Rose uh, update corner with uh, Sam Connors. He's your favorite guest. Yeah, yeah, the host. Damn it! Yeah, yeah. Alright, hey, what's going on all you fans out there? Welcome Ooh. to the Derrick Rose Update. Uh, I'm very prepared. Sam Khan is here with your uh, Derrick Rose Update. Um, you've been talking for like a minute and a half and you've said like seven <laughs> words. <laughs> I will try my very best to remember what happened with Derrick Rose this last week. I do know that he had a fascinating game where he put up 16 points on Gonna Make It Up. 8 of 12 shooting. I do know he was very efficient. He didn't have any free throws. I think it was 6 of 10. I think it was 6 of 10 shooting. Um, he had an awesome game. I think this is where he becomes alive again. He's going to be starting for the Timberwolves this year. Mark my words. He really, I, I truly believe that. That's not even a joke. Cool. I really That's do awesome. believe he's going to be starting this year. Um, and then there was also, I, I, oh, uh, by the way, Derek, happy birthday. It was recently his birthday. Um, 30. 30 Sam, how old. did you enjoy Twitter just flooding you with Derek Rose uh, highlights? Well, it, they were all over my timeline. I don't even like subscribe to probably half the Derrick Rose lovers that you do. It really, honest to God, it's the hardest thing I ever have to watch. Like it, it gets me kind of emotional sometimes. Like that was the best, best years of my life taken away. But um, still watching Derrick um, and so much positive energy. He said that most guys would have been retired um, if they were in his spot, which is so true. Torn ACL, torn meniscus, tons of positive energy coming out of the Derrick Rose camp. Uh, this year, I feel like I'm a part of it. I know I'm a part of it. So moving forward, I think it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be an exciting year. Derrick Rose update over. Hell yeah! <laughs> I, I live for the Derrick Rose update every week. Yeah. So hey, so, so all of our listeners, can I can I give you a little thing though? Is I know we were gonna do the Eminem lyric thing, and I had some lyrics I was gonna send you for this week's, but I Colton. I don't want to ruin your life. I don't. I don't want this to happen anymore. Like I, it's great. We had fun like two weeks ago doing it. I thought maybe we could keep going. I'm looking at some of these lyrics, dude. It's not going to work out. You can't restrain yourself to send them a non-terrible one. Well, then it's just like, oh, then we can just go into like not fun stuff. Like that. That wouldn't be cool. Like people would be like, oh yeah, there's way worse out there. There are. There's way worse. He said some of the worst things I've ever heard, and I just told him I would feel bad giving Sam, that to you. Sam, if you have them on hand, I would like you to send them to me, and then I will rank it from 0 to 10, 10 being the most disgusting, I would never say, lyric. I want to see how bad these these lyrics are. Okay, I just I had one in my head. I'll look it up right now. I'll make sure it's ready for you. 
and and I'll, I'll send that over. <laughs> okay. I'll send it over. But we we can keep talking about something. Else. Um, I mean, that's all I have for the NBA. Do you guys have anything else in sports in general? Nope, that's a, that we covered a lot of sports there. I love sports. Sports, sports, sports. Um, I guess that's it. What have you guys been watching or listening to or doing? I just want to know about your guys' life. You know, we're all friends. I will say that I've been hooked on season two of Big Mouth. Colton, you and I were just talking about it. Awesome. Absolutely yeah. awesome. Oh, I raved about it on this some... podcast last year. Couldn't stop talking about it for like a Jake, whole episode. If you haven't seen it, if you haven't watched season, Wait, I think you haven't watched it all. Great season two no, is excellent. Oh my god, Jake, you haven't watched so a single good. episode. No, I didn't fucking stop talking about it last year, and you didn't follow. It's each episode's like twenty minutes. It's the easiest show to watch in the world. I know, and I, I told you every time last when you were watching the last season that yeah, I should, I, I'll get to watching it. I just never did. I don't Jake, know why. You're gonna. You're gonna it is ex- like you're gonna love it. It's so funny. Like me and our um, Packers confidant Brock Baselager, we're just talking about it today after our Packers bash. That there's not a bad character in the whole show. Even like this, there's like side characters that like make one comment every two, like two or three episodes, and it's so fucking hilarious. Everything's just so funny. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited. It looks hilarious. Every time I see the previews, I see, like, I've literally watched a trailer for season two. I don't know why. I just saw it on YouTube, and I watched it, because I've heard so much good stuff about oh, it's it. It's so funny. I was, I, was just, I was telling Sam before the episode that this, this show is, it's just, like, a weird little show to me, because the second season, like, covers really important, like, social topics. They have a whole episode on, like, what um, Planned Parenthood brings. And then they have, like, other episodes about, like, depression and about, like, doing drugs for the first time when you're, like, 12. And everything's, like, super serious. But then they're just buried in dick jokes and sex jokes, and they're all so fucking funny. And I honestly don't think there's, like, a bad scene in the whole show. No, it's it really is. It's great. Start to finish. And they, like, it just keeps getting wittier and wittier, and it's, like, they're they're so clever. Everything they do is awesome. So I just, I love it so much. But, yeah, that's kind of what I've been watching. Jake, you got anything? Uh, I've been hooked on uh, Castle Rock. It's on Hulu. It's about the uh, town. It's it's in the Stephen King's, like, yeah, yeah. it's all of his uh, stuff in the same universe. It's from the, it's all about Shawshank Prison, and it's a totally different story. It has nothing to do with Shawshank Redemption. But uh, then there's one girl, just in the episode I watched today, said her uncle was also an author, but he went crazy and tried to kill his family up in some ski resort with an axe. And it's like, oh, well, that's fucking awesome. You know, it just references that's... all of Stephen King's that's just shining, by the way. But, um, yeah, it's Castle Rock. If you haven't checked it out, it's, it's a spooky show. It's very, It's got a lot of scary stuff, but it's not like jump scares, so you don't have to like be nervous watching it the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I've seen some stuff about it, and I, I watched like a couple minutes of it. I should still get into it a little bit more, but... Again, Big Mouth came out, so I, I, I can't get into it just this second, but heck yeah, I, mean, I, I definitely want to look into it. These are 45-minute episodes versus 20-minute episodes, you know, it's yeah. a different tone. Yeah. Uh, Sam finally sent me these Eminem lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> Not reading them, huh? He uh, The second one he sent, probably, I'll, I, I feel bad reading them in my own head. Those are bad. <laughs> I'm so that was the one I had originally set up for you, and I was like, nah, that's are like not. a dagger, is that one? Is that one? Yep. <laughs> Hard pass. <laughs> Hard pass. 
this this first one I can I mean it's really it's bad. Not, it's, it's yeah, like, it's not. I think like, it's as bad as the last one. Okay, yeah. I mean, hey, that's up to you. I won't send you the. I will remember to um, cross off criminal for you. Um, that's that's no longer one we can we can get into then. That's all. This, but yeah, if you wanna if you wanna read uh, is that, that, the that's second from, one that you sent me. Uh yeah, the second one's from I want to say yeah, it's from criminal, and then the first one is from kill you. <laughs> is it so, is it a love ballad? <laughs> it it isn't. <laughs> this is one of Eminem's um, love ballads. As you can tell, he's talking about his mother. Um. So, yeah. Okay. Um. Should I just read it? <laughs> uh, if if you want, that's up to you, man. Okay. This is this isn't me saying it. This is Eminem. The oh, the, the rapper, not the candy. This is this is me. We should. Jake, be prepared to just try and cut this out later, too, just to make it look like Colton said this. Yeah, I do all the cutting, no problem. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Sick. Yeah, that's what Jake loves to do, is edit all these episodes. Yep, that's what I love to do. Colton, go ahead. Alright. <clears throat> I'm gonna pull you to this bullet and put it through you. Shut up, slut. You're causing too much chaos. <laughs> just bend over and take it like a slut, okay, ma? Now, oh, oh, now he's raping his own mother, abusing a whore, snorting coke, and we gave him the Rolling Stone cover. You're goddamn right. No, that, that's all you gotta get. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> all right. Worse from there? No, just you know, it's just a quick, uh, quick, quick thing about him just raping of <laughs> the very close family member. That's that's all. Yep. <laughs> Congratulations, Colton. You don't have a job in the future, and I made a comment to to keep to save it, and I probably don't either. Sweet, sweet, cool. Well, that was your Eminem. That was your Eminem lyric update. Yeah, I do apologize for what what I read. Um, that's it. That's my uh, Eminem lyric of the week. Very cool. <laughs> what a fun segment. <laughs> So, so fun. Every right. bit of it is awkward and cringeworthy, and yep, that's great. <laughs> cool. Um, other than Big Mouth, I have... Have you guys ever heard of American Vandal? Yes. Have you Jimmy guys ever watched Have you ever watched it? I watched season one. Didn't watch season two yet. Just started season one. Sam, do you not know what it is? No. Yeah, I've never heard of it, actually. So, it's on Netflix, and it's a docuseries. So, it's like a crime docuseries. But it's a parody, um, and they're basically just making fun of like all the, like all these docu series coming up, like all these documentaries that are like crime, crime centered, making a murderer, evil genius, all that stuff. But the first <laughs> they talk about ridiculous shit, but they act so serious the whole time, and I think it's so well done and so funny. The first season is about a kid is accused of drawing penises with like oh like spray painting penises. Yes, um, yeah. So the, the whole first season is a documentary on is he guilty or not, like making a murderer. Season That's two... That's with Jimmy Tatro, correct? Yes, he's the guy that's yeah, accused. Yeah, okay. And then yeah. the second season is there's this, like, boarding school, and somebody uh, puts a bunch of laxatives in the lemonade at lunch, and everyone shits their pants all, like, all over the school, and the guy calls himself the turd burglar. So the same <laughs> two people who make the documentary in the first season make it in the second season. So it's it's really funny. Big fan. I'll have to take a look at that. I, I like I liked Jimmy Tatro for a while. He got a little old, um, but yeah, I'll have to take a look at that. That sounds good. 
Good. Well, good. Good, 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 good. That's it. That's all I got. Do we do... We got... Oh, I have a final thought. Do we want to do final thoughts? Um, I mean, I have one hypothetical question I've, I've been asking this week, if you guys want to hear it. Oh, hit me. Would you rather be able to go back in time an hour a day? So, like, it's not all at once. It's just, like, you can go back 10 minutes and then have 50 minutes left and stuff like that. One hour a day, and then at midnight, it uh, resets. Or would you rather have the ability to go to sleep, and when you fall asleep, time stops around you? Oh, oh, dude! Time, time stops. Yeah, you'd be so successful. I feel like you could be so successful. You know, working twenty-four hours a day. Yeah, you're essentially up twenty-four straight hours all the time. Yeah, I'm taking that one easy. I mean, yeah, I could rewind back an hour and like get out of some arguments that I started maybe with my girlfriend or something. Like I could like avoid saying something (laughs) stupid, but I'll take the sleep thing. I don't know, because like an hour every day. I feel like, imagine if you were even an average baseball player, you know? Like, we're not. We would never be able to make it. <laughs> but, like, if you had an hour to take back a pitch that you missed and redo it over and over again, you'd be the best hitter ever. Yeah. You, yeah. you, you have to go back in time, what, a half a second to retry the pitch, you know? Maybe, maybe you do five seconds, whatever. You can do that a hundred times. You'd be the best baseball player ever, and like that yeah. pitch isn't that pitch is not going to change either. Yeah, exactly. So I would just keep doing that over and over again, and maybe somehow make it to the majors. I was thinking, since I'm so hot gambling, even though since I've said it like like twenty five times this episode, I'll be cold. Just gamble. You know what I mean? You got to do quick events. You can't do like go to regular, a go to a uh, casino, go to a roulette, put money on black. If it loses, oh yeah. Go back 20 seconds, put money on red. Oh, that's true. That's another good one. Or horse racing, you know? I feel like you can do, you know, how long does that take? Like, 30 seconds? I mean, basically, like, anything in in a, a casino is, like, a minute max, you know? Yeah, so that that's a great idea. Sam, you're definitely wrong. We have so many great ideas with this with this power. Yeah, never mind. That's true. I keep I keep asking, and it like really shows what people are like focused on in life when I ask them, because everyone always says, "Man, if you fall asleep for infinite amount of time, you're never tired. You can always work. You always have free time. You can relax whenever you want. It's just it's so much better. Like think about how successful you'd be." And then I bring up, "Yeah, but what if you go to the uh, casino and you make money in like 20 minutes?" And then they're like, "Damn, that's a great idea." <laughs> I went straight to major league baseball player because I'm still 10 years old, so. I am going to be a Major League Baseball player. I haven't given up my dreams. That's, that's a very good point. Uh, that, was, that was my only hypothetical uh, of the week. So if, if that's all we have, then we can go into final thoughts. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. Sam, yeah, we'll, we'll start with you since you already tried to, to uh, start us off. Uh, God, what a, what a, what a fail. Um, I, I was going to say that back to the TV shows real quick, too. I've been watching American Horror Story. Um, American Horror Story finally started. They actually start. Don't even watch the first four episodes. I think no, no, no don't watch the first three. They're all bad. But the fourth one, very good. Um, so if you guys are watching that, that's an awesome show to to get into. But what's the new season. Um, what what was that? Like, what's the new season about? I don't even. It's like all right, the world. All right, continue. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Thank God you're here. Cool. World blows up. Something. I don't know. Um, but I was gonna say final thought is I was listening to part of my take, 
and they had on Arian Foster. And I always think he's a pretty cool, cool guy to listen to. And says he came out with a rap album. I listened to that thing top to bottom multiple times. It's so good. Bobby Fino, give a listen. Um, I want him to get popular so he can come to Chicago. He's awesome. Um, it was excellent. It wasn't like one of those BS like business investments that they get into after their career to kind of save money for him. Uh, he's really good. Bobby Fino. Cool. Jake, final thought. Wait, wait. Uh, Aaron Foster has a rap album and it's really good is what you said? I think it's Aaron Foster it's rap album. One, right? Really good. I, I don't, I thought it maybe was just his first, I don't know enough about him. I don't know enough of the background on that, but it was, it's seriously, it's so good. Well, huh. There you go. Um, my final thought is, I have a bold prediction, Packers play at the Rams in two weeks. I think we win that game. The Rams are coming off four straight road games. They don't have a bye between now and then. It's in L.A., but that is like the worst home field advantage ever. I know it's not Chargers bad, but on Thursday night, the Vikings had just as many fans in there as the Rams, which is crazy because the Vikings are like, you know, I mean, yeah, they're pop- they're somewhat popular, but the Packers are, you know, travel really well. I think we could sneak an upset in that game, and uh, people will start taking us seriously again. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, my final thought is, oh man, Notre Dame's going to win the, champ- the college football championship. No, that's, that's not a good one. Um, uh, the Bears are the best team of all time. Uh, that's, that's Colton, your, uh, Colton's quick final thought, Colton might have the worst fantasy football team in the history of time. Yeah, I do. Whatever. I'm, it's, a, it's a rebuild year. It's a rebuild year. Whatever. I'm, I'm moving on. It's a rebuild fantasy year. He's 0-5. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in three leagues uh, combined. Um, I think I have four wins. It fucking sucks, dude. <laughs> Brutal. But I did just win a fantasy baseball league with Sam's uncle, and I just got my check today, so yeah, boys. Rich. You won that crazy league with the weird rules? Yep. I still haven't paid for that league. Well, pay your uncle, because he just paid me, so shout out to Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, shout out to Brock if he ever listens. I think he and I are the only ones that haven't paid yet. You, Brock, and Jack got, uh, out of 13 people, you got 13, 12, and 11. (laughs) I I think I might have two MVPs on my team right now. Seriously. (laughs) AL MVP, NL MVP. I have them both on my team, and I did terrible. (laughs) That's impressive. Well, I cashed out with a... Jake, this is this is how this is how big the uh, league was. It was a five hundred dollar payday. Nice. It was nice. Um, so my final thought is, Aaron Foster, come on the show. You know, come Bobby back. Fino. Maybe he'll respond if we call him Bobby Fino. Bobby. Bobby Colton, my final thought: you should put all five hundred of that on a, on the Bears this weekend, and uh, then spend all that money on a new. Colton, app. don't do it. It's a trap. Don't do it. It's throw that money on a new laptop. Um, Oh, that's never mind. Do it. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be so cool if I just won so like like that much money. I mean, I fuck, dude. (laughs) Do it. Think about it. I'm putting money on them. I don't know how much. There is there. I mean, there. There's better bets to make. Probably. I don't know what's the line. What's even the line on the game? They're 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 only favored by three. That's the thing. 
I mean, the Bears are favored by three in Miami. That's su- actually surprising. How often are the Bears favored on the road? You know, I mean, the Dolphins won three there are there are five games this week that I'm very confident in, and I'm gonna parlay them. And if I win it, I'm gonna win a big chunk here. My parlay: Eagles over the Giants minus three, Bears over the Dolphins minus three. Uh, my other one, shit, where'd they go? Uh, Vikings over the Cardinals. I'll just I'll just do money line there. Chargers over the Browns minus one. Um. <laughs> And then, was that four? And then Packers over Niners, minus nine and a half. Oh. I parlayed them, and it was uh, quite the hefty payday. So if that happens, we, we might be getting a new laptop. I don't know if I can even um, keep track of all those. I know it was the Bears, the Eagles, the Packers. And it was the Eagles, that- the Bears, the Vikings, Chargers, and the Packers. <laughs> Jesus, that's a big parlay. To fight, yeah. Wow. Uh, good luck with that one. Yeah, I put that's, in. Those are the best. I, if I put in twenty-five, it's enough for a laptop. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you right now. You put in twenty-five dollars, you can win enough for a laptop. Mm-hmm. You should put in more than twenty-five dollars. No, because it's really hard to win. <laughs> yeah, because you put five games on. The Vikings play the Cardinals. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wait, what if what if what if I just invest in your picks right now? What if I give you twenty five dollars? Then you get half the winnings. Why would you trust Colton's picks? And he is hot right now. Never mind, hot, baby. Yeah, he's hot. He's you hot. go with the hot hand. You go like with the hot hands right now. I'm. Yeah. Last three nights, I think I'm like, uh, like fifteen and four, or something like that. Oh yeah, going with the hot hand. Blazing. I'll give you a hundred bucks. Then you're just gonna lose a hundred bucks. Damn! <laughs> if we put in a hundred and twenty-five dollars that parlay, oh man, that hang on. If you guys don't mind, I'm gonna look that up. Like, I mean, I guess we can just like look it up later. This is really good podcasting. <laughs> I mean, that's an interesting parlay. I think people would like to. Eat. I think we should all put in a certain amount on it on Colton's parlay. Interesting. I mean, I think we should all do it. We should Jake, Sam, Colton parlay on Colton's bet. I, um, I don't want to do Colton's bet. I would rather make one. I mean, it's, it's a... How many teams... Did you put on FanDuel? Uh, I'm on my bookie. My bookie? Yep. Okay. Is that better than FanDuel? Uh, no, I just got a big bonus when I signed up. Ah. Ah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, I, I think I'm, I might start uh, doing a little bit of football gambling, because I've been pretty good at picking... Uh, Games this year, or lately, the last few weeks. So. Okay, so we have Philly uh, minus three, Vikings minus ten and a half, Chargers minus one and a half, Bears minus three, Packers money line. If we put a hundred bucks on it, we win one thousand three hundred and forty-eight dollars. Wow, that's a laptop. Twenty-five <laughs> gets us three hundred and forty-seven dollars. Interesting. I don't. I don't know if I feel great about the Vikings with all those points, laying all those points. Colton, if you want to do that, I'll I'll split it with you. Whatever you want to do, I'll do. I'll put fifty on it. 50, 50. 50, 50. 50. Oh man, I'll do a hundred hundred if you want. <laughs> no, that's how you lose a hundred fucking dollars. <laughs> 
I'll lose a hundred. Sam, if me and you put in a hundred hours, we're splitting two thousand six hundred and ninety-seven dollars. Oh my god, dude, that's crazy. But I, I don't see it all happening. The NFL is crazy. I will easily throw away fifty dollars to have fun. Yeah, that's what. A hundred dollars is a bit more of a risk. That's what you say when you when you don't gamble, and then when you start gambling, you're like, I mean, like fifty bucks is nothing when you're like, when you have a job, but we don't really have like. Careers. So, if we uh, if we had like a good income, fifty bucks a week on just like a big pile like this is worth it. But if you guys want to do, if you guys want to pick, we have five five games a week. No, or do you guys just want to do six? Or we we could do three or three or six. We could do a parlay every week, and we all pick one or two. Do you guys want? Okay, we're gonna officially do it right now. We're gonna each pick a game. Um, and uh, we're gonna put some money on it. We're gonna each put right in, like, now. Well, yeah. I mean, well, like after the show, we'll talk about it, and then I'll I'll tweet it out. Sure. Add backup QB blog. This will be a fun new segment every week. That will be an awesome new segment. I, and we all there should be just a, a pot between the three of us. We all throw in, and then yeah, and then that'd be tight. Split it even. Sound good? Yeah. All of our all of our losing. That's great. Yeah, we'll be giving Colton money to give to the uh, gamblers. We're just donating money at that point. <laughs> so yeah, um, well that's episode what was it sixty one? Whatever, yeah, whatever okay. episode this is. I'm uh, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I'm I'm pretty pretty drunk right now. I made I made an apple pie like moonshine type drink before this, and I put way too much vodka in it, and I'm pretty drunk. <laughs> good good job. All right, Uno podcast. <clears throat> Alright. 61. Love you guys. Love you. Not the jealous type Man, you living your dream That shit is hella tight But you can call me back, nigga Remember when I had your back, nigga In fact, I think you owe me a few You ain't holding me down What kind of Hollywood shit has got a hold of you now? You sell your soul to them folk They ain't know you was broke They don't know you a nigga They don't know that you smoke And now you hide it and fight it And all you say you provide it But you know niggas indicted And plus the hood is divided Swear we always excited Till you decided to change but I promise I ain't doing the same Still got love for you Yeah, I say I am a new slave You could be a slave to a lot of things I, At this point, obviously, I'm a slave to my passion I'm a slave to my mission It's funny, you drive in a Maybach past a homeless person You ask who's more free You could be trapped to your, to your possessions Every, Everybody stay next to you last name is Jones And you trying to keep up with all of them uh, You used to be better Man, you used to be 
bad, you was my favorite player You just lost, you a fat, cause now you think you the man That money got to your head, then women got to your bed Plus you ain't making a spread, you just an arrogant punk That's just lucky you jump and run better than most Your whole image of hope, your paycheck not earned Those figures are gross, and do not say a word You niggas is jokes, just perform for the crowd And muzzle your mouth, break your neck while I sit here on this comfortable couch all of y'all are the same, just wanna scuffle and shout And what the fuck you gonna do when all your muscles run out And all that money is gone, cause you just threw it away You won't be smiling then, what are you gonna say? And what are you gonna do? And where are you gonna go? It's probably something you knew, I still thought you should know That I got love for you In two different spots When will I see you again? My baby brother is here He always follows me around Like remember Papa You know what he sound like I did this painting in school It was my family tree My family painted in brown And all standing with me One house on the left Another house on the right Three dogs all together But not one of them fight Papa I drew you a cake Cause you a hero to us I hate you always away Doing heroic stuff That's why I drew you like that That's why you up in the sky What type of superhero is that if he doesn't fly, don't understand everything I know one day I will, and what I do Trust me, Papa, I'ma say how I feel You say you miss me when you see me And you kiss me with a hug But let go, there you start in the bug But I got love for you